All right, how's it going, everyone? I'm Mark. I'm Ian. And this is the Uncaped Crusaders Review. Well, well, I I don't I, I don't I don't have anything else to add. So getting into the episodes today, um, we're back in Batman the animated series. We got three episodes: we have Joker's Wild, Tiger Tiger, and Moon of the Wolf. And since there's no news, I guess we can jump right into it. Oh no, yeah, we're we're not getting off that easy. We make the show. I know, but we 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 got to do whatever about the- we want. We can, but we got to talk about the elephant in the room. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I can't believe Ruby Rose quit as Batwoman either. I yeah, exa- yeah. You read my mind exactly. <laughs> yeah, t- tears are going down my face right now. Look, I mean, we, I mean, we should look, talk about that briefly, but because that's pretty okay, unexpected. Just, this is what I'm going to say for this one. It is inspect- unexpected. Um, another thing, I don't care because. No, I don't care. I, I, I watched the the pilot episode just to say that I did. I think I even watched the second episode. Regardless, it, it's horrible. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I saw I saw part of it obviously in that terrible crisis and stuff. Anyway, it's it's awful. Okay. It's horrible. Everything about it is terrible. It's, yeah, it's bad. terrible. Acting's bad. The writing is atrocious. The character the character isn't even the character. Like it, it's no. It, like I can't. Other than if you're just a straight up moron like like anything that cw puts out or just a straight up um sjw who just wants to see their agenda out like other than that i can't understand anyone who would enjoy this because if you're a big batwoman fan this is nothing like batwoman i'm not i don't even care about the batwoman character and i know this is nothing like her so they're not gonna like I, i i anyway yeah, there's anyway, no appeal. But the, regardless, her, her, I don't care. But but she, I thought I thought she was a good casting choice as far as the character. She seem she has the look. She's a little small, which is a yeah. little different because she's like I don't know. She's like a little over five feet. Like she's not big. So I guess that yeah. that doesn't really add up. But as far as most of the other stuff, because she has this kind of badass look to her and stuff like that. So like, yeah. she has kind of that type of presence. So I mean I got it I, I I get that and I think that would be fine and I like Ruby Rose fine, yeah. um, sure. I, I've I mean, seen her in a ton of stuff. My favorite thing was her in John Wick too, where she doesn't talk. I thought that was really good. But um, yeah, even then she was somehow bad. But um, uh, well, I mean let's be real. The only I reason she, she the only reason she got the job is because she's gay in real life and because now and day if you have a gay character you have to be played by a gay actor, which has now put them in of a situation because now they have to recast her which is yeah. the surprising part you yeah. would think with how low the ratings have been in the viewership the main star leaving the show would you know just give you the reason to cancel but they are they are adamant about no this was not a failure so they're recasting right. her same thing with and, all the star trek shows same thing with all that exactly. stuff anything that's a social justice a left-wing exactly. crap agenda pusher they they can't admit to it being a failure so they have to they have to keep losing money on it um, but now they have I to. I think it's they amazing. They said, "Oh yeah, we're gonna cast another, another, uh, another gay character." Of and I'm like, did. "Wait, wait a minute, wait a minute." So what they're saying is, it is now legal to discriminate to discriminate sexually against someone. Yeah. That that's that's now okay. 
I, yep. I'm pretty sure that's illegal with it, the it Equal is. Opportunity Act. Yeah, but but when it's for a good cause, I guess it doesn't matter. But like, I no, don't even care about that. I think stuff. legally that is illegal. Uh, I don't know. You uh, in the business world, I, yeah, because then you could just change instead of an LGBT person. Oh, if if a you know an employer says I want to hire a white guy, right, and only a white guy, that would be illegal. But right. somehow it doesn't apply here. I guess. Plus, Not only that, plus, plus for it. you are, they are now forcing individuals to reveal their sexuality in order to get a role. Yeah, that's, regardless that's of even stuff. discriminating, it, it this is not something that should ever have to be revealed in any way, shape, or form. It's yeah. none of anyone's business. And again, it's just the principles of you want to hire. Ideally, you want to hire the best actors. So right. now you're you're counting out how many potentially good people just because you want the headline of. Openly gay actor so and so is the yep. new Batwoman again. It's it's all for the optics. They don't care. Oh uh, yeah, of course. I mean, of course. But I just I don't even know how this is allowed. Like not not even yeah, like oh how could a studio do it? like no I don't even know how it's even legally allowed. I, I don't I yeah. don't understand. Anyway, so I mean that, I, I, that's just pretty amazing that it's yeah, and, and that I, far. I don't blame Ruby Rose either because I'm no. pretty sure this was entirely her decision. One because. Again, the the ratings are terrible. To and be fair, I you... think this might have been a mutual decision based on how the studio seems to be handling it. It doesn't seem like they're all that broken up about it either. No, definitely, yeah, because I saw Midnight's Edge um, video about it, but I definitely get her side of it, whereas sure. it's not worth it, especially when you consider the especially fact that Especially when she you was... know, especially when anyone with two cents knows that this is horrible. Well, that who wants to that, keep making a horrible TV show with how brutal the hours and all that stuff are? Who who wants to do that? And then not to mention almost being paralyzed. I mean, right, that's yeah, a huge yeah, yeah, deal right too. there. So, I mean, it's one thing to almost be paralyzed for a movie like Mission Impossible, but for sure. for <laughs> Batwoman, where you get maybe five hundred thousand viewers an episode, no. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. Anyway, so Just all right, so we got the news out of the way. So now we can start uh, no, no, the no. series episodes. Yes, we can. No. Now we got we got to talk about it. We don't have to. Okay, fine, it, it, fine, is, fine, it, fine, fine. We can talk about it. The 40th anniversary the of biggest... Empire Strikes Strikes Back is today. Oh, so uh, we're bitch. recording this Thursday night, and you know I I think it's ridiculous that that Star Wars like the Star Wars accounts are pushing this, and it it, it amazes me because you know, I thought their whole thing was to destroy everything about the original Star Wars, but apparently not because they need the buzz. So. No, you're totally right. That's totally what's taken up my whole Twitter timeline the last couple of days. Is the 40th anniversary of Star Wars? No, you're right. Couldn't be anything else. No, it's uh, but uh, you know, I like it that we're celebrating it because it's you know, it's a fantastic movie, one of the greatest of all time, one of the greatest sequels of all time. So, I mean, we can talk about that. Favorite scenes and okay, come on, like we that. have to. You are we go gonna? Ahead and you can go a... first. No, Mark is deflecting because. Rightfully so. We don't want to spend any more time and energy talking about this exhausted crusade. I know. That has been I going can't on. believe it either. But for some reason, they cast Bruce Wayne in uh, Batwoman. Oh my God, Mark! It's unbelievable. <laughs> how can we? I'm gonna kill you. How can we do that? Who wants that? It's the Snyder cut. Okay, the Snyder cut is finally happening. For for God's sake, it is it was officially announced what yesterday, I guess. Yes, it was yesterday. Snyder did um yesterday. some tw- live stream or something. Yeah. And so of course that's what's dominating the whole entertainment news. You know, there's not a whole lot going on right now other than Ruby Rose. So 
yeah, it's it's finally happening. It's not a joke. Uh, HBO, I guess it's gonna be released on HBO Max sometime next year. Yeah. Um, oh, so here's my question: They're actually putting money into finishing it. I, I saw like Apparently. twenty to thirty million. Which no, I, I, I guess I, I, I guess. But I mean, I, it's I not done. The... So like, no. So they would have I mean, that... to. I would assume. I, I guess that's what they're using all that that money they made from Joker. It's like <laughs> we got I a couple guess. of. I mean, to be fair, they got a bunch, and, and they're not making anything oh, yeah. else. So, I mean, yeah. I mean, you might as well. Again, be nice. this makes sense in this uh, because of this. If it was not for this uh, COVID-19 stuff, this would not be happening. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I mean, not yeah. Not in a million years. No way. Production on, you know, Batman is halted, so it makes sense. And, and, and like, to be fair, when, when they announced that the whole dis, uh, deal with uh, uh, Warner Brothers and HBO Max went through, that was the only time I actually thought – maybe this cut could happen because they'll never release it into theaters. They would right. never make a Blu-ray and spend all the money on, yeah, you know, they might at this point, I wouldn't be surprised if they did after, that. but not, not only, you know, not solely as a way to push out the, the oh, cut. Whatever. Yeah. 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 You're, yeah. You're yeah. Right. So when that happened, I was like, this actually could be a viable option. And, and sure enough, here it is. And, Oh God. I mean, I mean, it's still a year out, so I'm glad that it, I feel like if it came out this year or like a month from now, it, with all the hype, it would just make it even more unbearable. Because let's be honest, when it comes out, the, the people who have been dying to see this are going to hail it as yes. the second coming of Christ. Yes. There's, there's no way around it. Because they I have mean, to. They have Exactly. They have to because they've invested how many years and how much yep. time, you know, to, to, to front this. So it yep. can't be anything less. Right. But. But then, you know, you have all the people like us who, I mean, I'm not, like, not going to get HBO Max just to watch it. Oh, no. Heck no. No. Especially a four-hour, four-hour-long movie? I mean, even, they're talking about maybe cutting into parts, but who, at that point, like, who cares at that point? That's not a movie. Like, I don't get it. Um. Uh, okay, uh, this looks like it might, yeah, they might either, f it could be four hours long or they might split it into a six-part miniseries. Which, to me, makes no sense. That I feel like that kind of defeats the whole purpose. Right, because this, this is a whole thing. It was a movie that he didn't get to make, and if you're right. making it miniseries, it's not technically... Like, I, I mean, granted, it doesn't make much sense from... Ultimately, any other... it doesn't matter. No. It doesn't matter. Um, yeah, whatever. Um, I, I, don't, I don't care. Um, I, 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 don't, I don't care. I don't care at all. Uh, in, in one small part of me, I am happy that regardless of what director it is, I am happy that a studio is finally saying, who cares the means of, of how you were laid off or, or had to step down? You at least get the chance to show what you would have, you know, made. I, I in guess. that small regard, I'm again, I'm always for the director being able to show their vision over the studio meddling. Although the circumstances mm. of why the studio meddled, was kind of understated. Although, again, the, the problem is they should have fired him after Man of Steel, if not Batman v Superman, and never right. gone into production in the first well, place. Well, unfortunately, unfortunately, as far as the general public goes, Man of Steel was a success. Uh, it, uh, I wouldn't say for most people. I, I, mean, I would say for the general, just random, uh, oh, a superhero movie's coming out, no nothing public type movie theater goers it was a success i see i wouldn't even say that because it, it wildly underperformed they wanted to make a billion it made like 550 
Yeah, no, that I mean that's true, but I feel it, like it overall the response was fine. It, it was no, it wasn't Batman vs Superman. It was still they could turn the corner and. But come back after Batman Five Superman came out, right? It, it, it I, it's a no brainer at that point, and they just they right. wouldn't commit, and I don't understand why. Well, I feel like they just wanted to greenlight Justice League as quick as possible and oh, get it out there. Why. Yeah, they were already like in pre-production when that movie. Yeah, because remember out. The, the trailer for it like, yeah, came it out was a month fast. After. Yeah, yeah, it was way too fast. So that's that's yeah, their own fault. Yeah, yeah, you're right. So that point, right. at that point, you're stuck with him, and, and again to fire him, you know, halfway through, and then of course you know using the excuse of yeah. his daughter dying as you're firing, but still, it's you either Which is horrible. Oh, it was horrible, and and you know, um, you know, it's, it's sad that again that was the circumstance, but yeah, but it it, it doesn't it doesn't make it right. And it, again, as I tweeted, my only problem is that if this finally put the nail in the coffin of this whole ordeal, I'd be all for it. I'd be like, right. fine, release it, let's be done with it, and let's all move on satisfied. But we know that's not that isn't no. what's going to happen. Goalposts are about to be moved. Exactly. Instead of release the Snyder cut, it's going to be bring back yeah. Zach, and mm-hmm. now it's just going to be a new militant about how he should be running all of future yep. Warner Brothers movies. Because look how amazing Justice League is, and it's yep. like no, you forget. Yeah, I, I just, I, I just, I don't understand. I don't understand any of this. I understand the Snyder fanboys. I, mean, I get sure. that. The people that I mean, they're just, literally crying. <laughs> yeah, that just love that just love Zack Snyder and everything and whatever. Like I understand yeah, it from then. I don't understand it from everyone else that seems to no. be all excited. It seems like everyone is excited, and I don't... That just doesn't make any sense to me. Well, I, I feel like with this whole thing, Zack Snyder, from like, for normal people, has been kind of made a folk hero where, again, he's he's the victim of studio meddling and sure. his vision. Because people were doing that with Josh Trank after freaking Fan stick, and then now that components come out, people are like, oh... You know, maybe he isn't that good to begin with, and maybe right. we were kind of better off not getting his movie. But they'll all they do that with David Ayers, they do it with J.J. Abrams and Rise of Skywalker. It's always no, the director is always in the right. It's, uh, that I disagree with. Case. I think that is exactly. more the George Lucas part of Rise of Skywalker, which I and look, and as far as that goes, so I've heard a bunch of people who I'm fans of whatever talking about wanting yeah. to see George Lucas's uh, Star Wars uh, Rise of Skywalker that he apparently <sighs> made. Now, look. I'm someone who loves George Lucas and all that stuff, and I have no doubt in my mind it's better because, I mean, it's impossible not to be, but I don't care. There's only so much you can, you know, fix a a bucket of crap. You can only make it look so nice, and it's still a bucket of crap. And so it's like I I don't care about that, and that's the same way I feel about... This uh, this Justice League movie. It's like I don't, one. I don't think it's going to be any better because no, we saw be Man of Steel of... and Batman vs Superman, which are both complete travesties. And so this why is four would I think... hours of that. Yeah, right, right. That's why I have way. I have to be perfectly honest. I have seen Justice League more than both of the. Well, I know I've probably seen Batman vs Superman more, maybe yeah. by like one. But I've seen Justice League more than Man of Steel. And I would rather watch Justice League than both of the other two movies, like, in a heartbeat, like, without even a hesitation. Because it's two hours long, and it flies by, 
and it was, it's fine. It's just, I mean, it's terrible, but it's just a mindless terrible. wave of, right. of action done quickly. And it's like, okay, you know what? Fine. It's way less painful to sit through than the boring trudge of despair oh, that our Man of Steel and Batman yeah. vs. Superman. So yeah. I know that's all this is going to be. It's going to be the exact same thing. Absolutely. But just worse, because everything about the whole thing is worse anyway. So it's just going it's, to, uh, it's just going to be... It's going to be so and, much and worse. The, and the other thing I don't like is I don't like how it, it, it takes the spotlight away from Matt Reeves' Batman. Yeah. That, that to me, is yeah. I think the only really bad could, that could come from this is, I mean, how is that, I mean, that going to feel? You're, you're Robert Pattinson, you're Matt Reeves, you're, you, you, know, you want to bring a new Batman to the, to the front stage and, and the studio, Warren Brothers basically goes, no, we're going we're gonna to do a U-turn and we're going to look back at the past and reflect on that. And it's... That kind of takes your kind of takes the wind out of your sails, you know. Yeah, as far as a right? marketing go, marketing standpoint, that makes no sense. It's a terrible idea because then people are just really like, bad. "Oh, look how good Ben Affleck is in, in Justice League under Zack Snyder." They should have gotten rid of him, even though if there's one person who's completely done with the whole thing is Ben Affleck. He has said definitively, "If I play Batman again, I don't think I'll live." Seriously, talking about his, you know, his um, alcoholism and his health and all that. Um, yeah. So he's he's never coming back. That's that's definitive. I I could I could swear my life on that part. But again, though that, that won't stop the fans from being like, we should pre- we should pretend nothing happened. Yeah, yeah, Ugh. yeah. Um. Anyway, so yeah, we'll see. I just yeah. We, I mean, we had we had to talk about it. There's there's no getting around it. <sighs> just I, I, who cares? Who cares? I, I just I don't understand. Again, other I'm, than the Snyder fanboys, I don't understand. Although I did think it was funny that David Ayer like immediately tweeted, "Oh God!" Um, like this uh, weird, he, this weird, he wants the same thing. This weird little video of the Joker, of the yeah. Joker, what was and that about? Uh, the like from Suicide Squad. So that was pretty funny. Now, to be <sighs> fair, and I I tweeted this out. To be fair, I'd way rather see a David Ayer cut of Suicide Squad than the Snyder cut of Justice League. I, I don't. I don't. To, be, to go on record, I don't care like any uh, director's cut campaigns like this. I don't want any of them. You know why? Because sure. we never do this for good movies in the sure. first place. Sure. Sure. And again, no. I mean, I don't really care either. But that's more interesting to me because again, the first trailer of Suicide Squad was freaking incredible. Sure. And so, if that was what the movie was, other than the Joker, which is irredeemable, you're not going to fix I... that. But I, I think it. You know, th- there's at least a chance where something could be vastly improved. From sure. Suicide Squad, which is the worst DCEU movie, in my opinion. It didn't do as much damage as, like, Batman vs. Superman no, no, no. or Man it, of Steel. I mean, it's dead by but, like, I-, I cannot sit through Suicide Squad. Like, oh, it's, I- one, it's I maybe the worst movie I've seen in theaters. I can't, I can't do it. I don't fall asleep ever watching TV or movies. And I remember Suicide Squad was on TV... I don't know, a year ago or something, and I fell asleep with it on. It's Ow. the most mindless, boring, nothing happens thing ever. Nope. It, it's terrible. But um, anyway, so I thought that was that was, of course, that was that yeah, was pretty. Funny, I'm but. sure he'll be next to get the treatment. Yeah, but yeah. um, anyway. Anyway. Uh, well, I haven't seen, seen any movies, so yeah, I haven't. I haven't either. I, I, so, I watched right. no new movies for like two weeks except for Scoob last week. 
Uh, oh, wow. Other than the movie swap ones, um, I, I which we talk about on our YouTube show. Check that out on YouTube. Um, yeah, movie yeah. Swap. It's like episode. Yeah, yeah the, we had our second episode come out on Wednesday, and we uh, we talk about Twelve Angry Men and Munich. So check that out. Um, and then up on upcoming on next week's episode, uh, next Wednesday, we're gonna talk about Drive and the Doors. So uh, make sure and check that out. Uncaped Crusaders on YouTube. Um, yeah, I've just been rewatching movies. This, uh, this I, ha- I this haven't even been doing that. <laughs> yeah, well, because you have this weird nocturnal job style thing. Yeah, it sucks. Yeah, I watched uh, all the prequels to Star Wars. Nice. Um, because, well, I guess I had watched. Yeah, yeah, I watched all the prequels to Star Wars after watching the behind the scenes of the Mandalorian and listening oh, yeah. to Dave Filoni explain the whole through line of the Anakin story in the best yeah, way brilliant. I've ever heard in my life. And these are movies I already love regardless of flaws and everything, but hearing him explain it was the greatest thing ever. So check out the back, the uh, star Wars gallery. I think that that's what it's called on Disney plus about the Mandalorian yeah. and listen to Dave Filoni prove that he is the smartest star Wars per- person in the world other than George Lucas. So that, and should 100% be and, and, in charge of, of any story ever in star Wars going forward. Um, I agree. And again, like I don't, I don't like the prequels that much. So when I am just captivated by what he said, and I can find greater pre- appreciation for the prequels, you know he's spitting some fire. Yeah, and Ian, Ian you, you've talked about it before. George Lucas is absolutely brilliant at coming up with stories and yeah. everything. It's just, technically, he's not the best at at, at, at putting those out there. He, he's a he's a brilliant visionary and creative, but not a great writer. And, it, and that's yeah. actually very common. Well, you can look... I, I think he's a decent writer. I think he's just not good at putting every like everything together. Sure. But that's part of writing. Sure. I mean, sure. Cause but, I, um... and, Tolk, and Tolkien's kind of the same way. Tolkien came up as, I mean, brilliant fantasy, but when you read the actual books, oh, he boy. can go for three pages about a forest, a doorknob, like, a doorknob. Yeah, Tol- Tolkien, you're, you're killing me. Like <laughs> you're, I remember you're trying to read I, the, I love the Hobbit world. as like a 10 year old. And the first oh, yeah. three pages are about the door. Yeah. No, I'm not even exaggerating. It is about the You're Hobbit not. door, and I quit yeah. reading for a while. I was like, I can't, I can't do this. This is, this is ridiculous. But again, but but like Lucas, you look at what they create, and you're just you're you're gobsmacked. You're you're just dumbfounded. But yeah. but yeah, putting it putting it to paper is a whole different, I mean, whole different skill. I mean, you yeah. think it'd be easy, but it's not. It's everyone has brilliant ideas in their head, but putting it to paper is a whole different thing. So no, I, George Lucas is brilliant. Yeah. I, there's no question about that. Um, I mean, and that's why he was, and it's kind of funny. He was smart enough, or I don't know if it was smarter just time-wise, but with, with Revenge, I mean, with um, Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi, he didn't direct either one of those and also right. had co-writers for the scripts, um, yeah. or, or for the screenplays anyway, because I, I think those had to do probably more with time constraints because of just the amount of work it went into making those movies. Um, oh yeah, especially the the production of the first one. That probably yeah. I mean, it, was... it almost killed him. I mean, it was insane oh, yeah. the amount of work that that went in all that. But um, and, and 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 you know, and I think because of that, both those movies benefit from 
from that. Sure. Although, to be fair, my favorite one is still the first movie, which is the one he did direct. So I can't, uh, I can't really go too far with that. But right. Anyway, um, and it was the 15th anniversary of Revenge of the Sith a couple of days ago too. So that was, oh yes, that was pretty cool. 15 years. God, I remember seeing that in theaters. Ah, don't rub it in. Um, oh, sorry. Yeah, I, I'm still mad about that. <laughs> Those of you that don't know, I wasn't allowed to watch that in theaters because I was nine, uh, ten. I was ten at the time, and it was a PG-13 movie, so that nixed it for me with my parents. And that to, to be fair, angry. it is a dark one too. I it, remember. It, well, it is. Yeah, and then I remember. That's, that's I remember fair. going to see it with my grandparents because you know they love Star Wars, and even they were like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, but still, I'm I'm salty about that one. Sure. Um, uh, but I watched a few other movies. I watched Top Gun again, because that's nice. great. And I watched Teen Wolf again, which is great <laughs> nice. as well. Um, Teen Wolf is one of the best B movies, B movie comedies ever. Like it is, yeah. it's that's so a, funny. I, I I laugh out loud no less than like twelve to fifteen times. Like it is, I I forgot how funny that movie is. That is one of the best reveals ever. <laughs> when he turns into the werewolf for the first time and is freaking out. And his dad is like banging on, like knocking on the door. It's like, well, what's going on in there, son? You, you all right? And he's like, Oh yeah, fine. And of course, Michael J. Fox is the best uh, person in the world at being confused. Oh yeah. And uh, his dad's like, no, you know, son, you can tell me anything. And he's like, oh, I, I don't, I don't, I don't think so. He's like, don't worry. I'll understand. He's like, oh, I don't think you will. And he finally like, all right, fine. And opens the door and his dad is a werewolf. Too. <laughs> <laughs> he's just like uh son well, I, think, I, I think we need to talk that is one of the funniest reveals i think in the history of movies that is brilliant because yeah. it comes out of not even left field it comes out of like the street no outside the yeah. stadium and it is so unexpected that yeah, that kills true. me that kills me i think that is and, so and brilliant that is too brilliant to be honest to be in this movie and it is a perfect segue for one of our episodes tonight. Yes, it is. I yeah. I totally meant to do that. So, of course. <laughs> uh, so, with that, we're going to now go into our three episodes of Batman the Animated Series after talking way too long like we do each and every week, which is probably why none of you guys listen. And um, we, got, we got three episodes... We have Joker's Wild, we have Tiger Tiger, and we have Moon of the Wolf. Of course, the one that we were just referencing there is Moon of the Wolf, but we're going to talk about that one last. Um, worse for last is, I'm pretty sure, the way the phrase goes. Um, oh, I would, I would disagree, actually. Oh, okay. Well, good. We'll, we'll, we'll get into this. This will yeah. be, be interesting. Um, we're going to start with Joker's Wild, though. Joker's Wild is, is a fun, it's a fun episode, but man, it is weird. It, I forgot how weird this is, and I don't mean like just tonally. It is an odd episode. You think? I do because it's so goofy. Like it's it such a yeah. goofy episode, and but like about stuff that's not goofy. I I don't know. It's 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 so name another kids show where you have like an insurance fraud playing as like oh. the the main thing and you have joker yeah, cricket who's, casino. who yeah yeah and you have like joker who's just acting so weird in this whole episode he acts so, i mean it's amazing but yeah it, it the tone is so just strange it's like this because it's this vin 
vindictive Joker, because that's the kind of the whole point of the episode is him feel you know him getting slighted with this casino opening called Joker's <laughs> Wild with his face on it and everything. So of <laughs> course he's all mad, yeah. yeah. And but yet it's like the most Looney Tunes episode. Yeah, yeah. At I mean, the same time, it. like there's so many Looney Tunes, like literal Looney Tunes references throughout the whole episode. Oh, sure. He's yeah. do, he's doing um, Three Stooges bits again. Like it, it's it's just so, it's so weird. And I forgot about how just kind of weird it was. So to me, it's no more weird than the Laughing Fish. I mean, in premise wise. Yeah, but in execution wise, it's it's much more wacky than that one is. I, I, feel I like. guess so. But I mean, you can you can kind of expect that when Joker goes to a whole casino theme park that's sure pretty much made for him so you can imagine he would be chewing you know eating it all up sure sure know, um, but but I, I i do love just the whole beginning when he's just in arkham and just being oh, yeah. the biggest dick in the <laughs> Poison world. Ivy. um yeah i don't know your mic keeps going in and out like you're uh oh. cupping it with your hands oh. i don't know so, why it's kind of weird how about now i think it i think that's okay Okay, I guess I was moving further away from it gradually. Oh. See, now it's doing it again. Hold on. Yeah, it's weird. But now, I I think so. I think it's all right. I don't know. Right. I, I never know until you start talking. <laughs> okay, I'll just keep it like this. Um, but yeah, when he's just sitting there with poison ivy, it, <laughs> it's just some of the weirdest. Uh, He's acting so goofy. It's just so yeah. so strange. Just picking on Poison Ivy. To be honest, he's kind of acting the same way he does with Harley. Yeah, um, yeah. Except Poison say. Ivy is not taking any of it. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Which he's is pretty. Happy. It's pretty great. They're arguing over changing the TV channels, like like a, a two eight year old siblings. Right. Which Although is, that does uh, happen in prison. Sure. Well, I wouldn't. I I guess. Um. But so that that is pretty funny. And so, of course, he sees on the news the whole Joker Wild just gets so mad. <laughs> How dare they they take my 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 likeness, and everything? Which is funny because again, that was set up earlier with the Laughing Fish. Yep, yep. Where he he cares very much about his Joker copyright. Sure. So that was that was pretty funny that it actually kind of kind of calls back to that. Um, calls back to it a little bit yeah, it's not gonna let anyone profit off of his doing even if it's just his face and stuff right and um and also you have kind of the the again what you meant, i mentioned earlier like the the vin the vindictive parts are kind of a personal angle oh like yeah the joker which is kind of like joker's favor except instead sure. of with a little nobody it's with you know a, a multi-millionaire um, billionaire, actually, billionaire, yeah. whatever, um, big, you know, elite person. Sure. Um, uh, you know, but but of course, the episodes we're talking about, and to be honest, most Joker episodes are all written by Paul Dini, so right. it may it makes sense why there's all these threads that follow throughout the whole series. That's true. Yeah, which makes sense. Yeah, and I and I appreciate that. Um, this is the first time we see Joker es- or anyone escape from Arkham. What and... about uh, Christmas with the Joker? Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah, but uh, never mind. That, yeah. that that totally negated everything I was about to say. 
Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I was just going to say, because it's like the dumbest escape of all oh, time. It's very... <sighs> but I forgot about Christmas with the Joker, which is even dumber. He rides a rocket-controlled tree through the glass roof to escape. Yeah, that, that's a... That's a tough one to, to pick which one is more obscene. I mean... But this one, he, like, I don't know, he's, he's, he's paid off a guard uh, somehow to, to leave the door open when he's fakes being sick. Yeah. And then... Then he then just makes... runs out of a door that's unlocked out into the courtyard, pulls out a giant <laughs> line of handkerchiefs tied together, puts a rock in it, a truck just happens to be driving by, and he throws it... It wraps around like the truck's side or the the truck's exhaust thing, and then yeah. just pulls him not straight into the fence, but somehow up right. and over the fence, yeah, I mean, and that's, onto the roof of the truck damn. instead of going straight into the fence or going through the fence and being dragged to death on the pavement behind the truck. Yeah, and yeah, that's I his mean, escape. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that n- none of it makes sense. And then, like, he makes some type of concoction that makes the, the floor slippery. Okay, so... that part I liked. I liked that part because yeah, because he... I liked it because it was. Do I have poison? Do right, I have acid? Right, right, right. That, that's yeah, what so I liked about it. He, he, you know, he goes to the janitor's thing and is starting to pour all this stuff into a a, a bucket, and then the, there's doctors, and he stops him and it's like, all right, everyone, guess what's what's Joker got in the pail? And he's you just don't like, find out. Yeah, what what is it? Is it you know gas, deadly gas or poison or something? And and I like that because I like the callback to the chemical um, genius oh, yeah. of the Joker. Yeah. Like just like it makes sense why that would make people pause because like why, oh why like that's could, his could, thing. Like he that. he makes poisons and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, I totally so, forgot about that. Good point. So I, I I did I did like that part. But in terms of that being how he gets out, you know, and away from the guards, it's very yeah question <laughs> it's it's just it's goofy but again this whole episode's kind of goofy so i mean it, it fits with the up, tone it's straight out of the adam west show when joker springs himself off the yeah. the, the uh, pitcher's mound or whatever yeah that's a good point it, it it is along those lines for sure <laughs> it's not that much far-fetched <laughs> yeah no it's not yeah it's not it's not too it's not too it's not really crazier than that um i, I think it's interesting how how do you keep the reveal of a casino secret. That's a good point. Like it's a giant building. Like there's no helicopter <laughs> shots of it. Like I, do, I just it takes don't months to build. <laughs> I, I, anyway, that was pretty impressive. I also love how <laughs> summer's just looking and just like, that's disgusting. And she's live. And they're like, summer, we're live. She's like, Oh, uh, <laughs> and here's the reveal. <laughs> I thought that, that was pretty, that, that was pretty funny. I, I liked that. that um, I like that quote. There's a lot of great quotes in this episode, to be honest. Oh yeah. There, there's a lot of really good Joker quotes in uh, in um, in these episodes. Um, I I love when he just freaks out when he first sees it. He just freaks out and just like I'll, he's like I'll get even. I'll sue. And he's like and I'll rip his lungs out. And I will too. <laughs> like that. And that was that that was funny. That always makes me. That oh, was classic Joker. I my favorite part was I think the first time we've ever gotten it. Um, at least in the animated series, but when we first get to see Bruce Wayne interact with the Joker uh, yeah, instead of yeah. Batman, that's mm-hmm. the best part. Probably is you know uh, Bruce at the blackjack table and how he yeah. just keeps pissing him off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a great moment. Um, well, first I love it when he walks in the casino and it's all just Joker themed. He's just so happy. He's just like, oh, 
it's all me. Oh, yeah. And he's just like, huh, I'm sorry, I have to blow it up. Like, <laughs> like that's that always <laughs> makes me laugh. And then, of course, all the uh, dealers are dressed as the Joker. So oh, yeah, he just immediately starts He just dealing. starts dealing and just cheating everyone at the at, at, at Blackjack. And, and then so, even the owner is like, ah, you know, let him, let him ride. <laughs> right, because of course that's his whole whole plan is to get him to, to to blow it up. But yeah, but then Bruce Wayne is in there, and he sees that he sees the Joker and wants to go see if that's actually the Joker. So he goes over and starts to starts to deal with him. And again, Joker knows who Bruce Wayne is because he's Bruce Wayne. Yeah. Thank you. He's Bruce Wayne, Zach. He's Bruce (laughs) Wayne, as in, like, the most recognizable figure in Gotham. Again, Batman Begins nailed it when when Carmine Falcone is like, you'd have to go a thousand miles to meet someone who didn't know your name. Thank you. Yep. Oh, God, I need to watch that that movie again. That's a a great, that's such a great moment. So he's there, and he's playing blackjack, and... He's beating the Joker. <laughs> Joker's just getting so mad, and then he just starts insulting him. He's like, "Ah, oh, who'd want to stay in this disgusting place?" And Joker just dark. It just starts. He starts getting so mad, and, and he uh, cheats the Joker, which right, is even right. That's what I mean. Yeah, he he's then cheating so that he's beating the Joker, and yeah. Joker's getting getting angry. Uh, here here's here's one of the quotes when he's just like. All those horrible faces grinning at me. That would do things yeah. to my mind after a while. And Joker mutters under his guns like, "Who says you have one?" Like he just gets <laughs> so mad. That's a that that's that's pretty great. That, yeah, that, pretty that great. whole scene. Also, just 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 the 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 acting from Mark Hamill and, and Kevin Conroy in in that scene. Oh yeah, interacting with each other as their alter egos basically for even though the joker's still the joker it's him trying not to be as you know much the joker so that's a that's that's a really good moment um why is there a joker mobile uh and one that's like fully functional with ejecting seats especially if his whole plan was just to get the casino blown up why was why was this made uh i don't know you you (laughs) In real life, it would just be like a styrofoam cutout, and you would get into it, and okay. it'd be nothing. Um, yeah. So, the, if we haven't touched on the whole plan, so Cameron Kaiser, the billionaire that built it, 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 it made him go bankrupt. So now he's trying to. He changed it from its original design to the Joker design to try and coerce the Joker into blowing it up, so he can collect the insurance money. That's the sure. plot, and that's it. That's that's all. That's all there is yeah. story wise to this episode. And it's okay. just, uh, it's simple, simple story to the point and, and, exactly. and good character motivation as well for, for the Joker. Yeah. Which is I mean, interesting. It's, it's one of those where Batman's not even a factor in this story really at all. Yeah. Until the end. Yeah. He's just kind of the, you know, just the one who's trying to prevent the, all the collateral damage from, from happening. He, he's not sure. really affected by this episode in any way. It's with the Joker yeah. and, and Cameron Kaiser, which is pretty interesting, and I like that. Yeah, I like that a lot. Yeah, it's like Joker's favorite again. Which, to be fair, that's usually the way Paul Dini episodes go. That's true, yeah. Um, they, they tend to follow that thread where it's almost two villains going against each other in a way, and then Batman kind of having to stop that from happening. I mean, Heart of Ice is the same thing. Right. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, it's it's good to have some episodes like that every now and then. It's not good to have you know a two hour movie, right? Something right. like that. But uh, but in the, but in his case, it's Paul Dini. It, it often works. Yeah, because he 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 just knows the characters so well. Um, huh. well, Batman figures out everything, and of course gets captured by Kaiser a little too easily, and um, sent down to the Joker, who's getting ready to blow it up. So the Joker, of course, jumps on that, and. Uh, <laughs> He's he's gonna just he ties Batman up to this giant roulette wheel, and yeah. um, he's gonna blow up the whole whole hotel and Batman too until Batman tells him about the uh, the plan how, that's yeah, happening. Falling, right? it's like, yeah, you, you're, you've plan. been you're being played for a patsy, and and Kaiser's just trying to use you and everything. And Joker's he he gets so many. He's like, oh, I hate it when you make sense. Because <laughs> <laughs> even he's like, oh, yep, he's right. Um, but he's still going to kill Batman, obviously. Oh, of course. And I mean, so it, it's a pretty great plan. As far as elaborate um, elaborate death traps, pretty good one. I mean, th- this one easily could be in the Batman uh, TV show that Adam West. Oh, yeah. A giant roulette wheel and then throws the a grenade. grenade in it. That's that's pretty awesome. Which, um, although, again, like in the, I feel like in the laws of physics, a grenade would just instantly pop right out. But whatever. Yeah. yeah although I guess the, the little ball doesn't in, in roulette. But right. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Who cares? It's still great. And then Batman does like the biggest boss move ever. He uses his grappling oh hook to shoot the grenade. <laughs> While he's spinning at 100 miles an hour, he can hit this grenade bouncing around perfectly to shoot it <laughs> into the mouth of the giant Joker statue that's like made up of the uh, that's uh, like over the roulette wheel. I mean, yeah, that would... wow. Even Bullseye himself would be like, damn. Like, I think. To be fair, every I always think one that's highly, highly unlikely, even for Batman. <laughs> Two, wouldn't it be easier for him just to like use the grappling hook to pull himself out of the roulette wheel, like like shoot it on the roof or something? And I, I just feel like that'd be easier. Right. I don't know. But, maybe you know, uh, maybe if the grenade had gone off where it was, it would have set off the other explosives. So that's yeah, like no, that's a good point. That's a fair. That's maybe that's, a fair that's point. but still very Heck very. Relying on a lot of luck there. <laughs> yes, yes, um, <laughs> most definitely. But uh, and of course, Joker goes after Kaiser. They go up in a helicopter. Batman is there to stop him. Punches Joker in the face with a really solid. That's a solid shot of Joker yeah, getting punched in the face. Yeah, that's a good one. And um, they almost crash, but he's able to save the day. And Joker goes back to Arkham. So pretty, pretty simple. Pretty simple plot. All the way through, yeah. but it's fun. I like it. It's a lot of fun. It, it's, I feel like this is the most we get to see of Joker in a single episode. I mean, it's pretty much his episode. Yeah, I love he's it. in it more than Batman. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, more so than the other ones, I think. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. Because it, it's just Mark Hamill putting on a show. And, I mean, that's never a bad thing. No, no. Uh, that's another great line. When Joker, see, when, like when Batman shows up on the helicopter and he just is like, why can't he stay dead? Like that <laughs> yeah, is, that's, that's a great that's a great line, too. Again, there's a <laughs> lot of great lines in this episode. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Another part I wanted to talk about, going back to another another thread. I, I, I knew there was another one that I was forgetting about with Paul Dini's writing. Oh. At the beginning, it's Joker and, and Poison Ivy going at it back and forth. And that ends up being a thread because Harley and Ivy end up joining up and Joker already and he does not like Poison Ivy. Oh, Um, yeah. I forgot about that. So there's already tension between 
between those two that's been uh building up too and 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 continues so another just another example of the show having really really solid writing which is pretty much pretty much consistent across the board um let's see there's some interesting trivia things um we got a little david letterman reference when joker flips the tv channel at the beginning it's turning into a david letterman show um and that same episode of the show is later watched by par- by uh, the parasite in the Superman animated series. In an episode oh. of that, they they use the same animated show, like of whatever that episode is. Oh, okay. Um, apparently, Joker saying "I'll rip his lungs out" is familiar is uh, similar to what Jack Nicholson says in the '89 movie, which which he does say that. Um, and let's see, of course, I already mentioned there's a lot of Looney Tunes references. Um, Joker whistles the Looney Tunes theme song and he, he, uh, uses the, uh, the beaky buzzard line of saying like, Oh no, 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 no. Don't want to. Oh yeah, he does. (laughs) Does that as well. Um, aren't they watching Looney Tunes at the end? Uh, they, no, uh, he tries to change it to Looney Tunes while they're watching him getting arrested on the news. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Um, yeah, and then there's another one, another, uh, well, this isn't Looney Tunes, but another reference, which, uh, this is another thing I forgot about, when, also with Poison Ivy, when they're sitting there and the guard changes it to the news, and they're like, you guys watch this and behave, and there's like, alright, fine. And Joker just says, if you try and get too close, I'll slug you. And, uh, that's, that's, seems to be a reference to the peanuts and um uh, sally from uh from the peanuts who knows with that so that's an interesting interesting um little thing there um another looney tunes thing at one point he says uh what a maroon in in a brooklyn accent um when he uh escapes from the medical room Uh, again that's bugs bunny line um yeah so there there's a lot of there's a lot of that nice there's a lot of that there. So that's pretty interesting. Um, this episode aired on November 19th, 1992, and has an 8.3 rating on IMDb. Okay, so that's Joker's okay. Wild. Now we're moving on to the next episode. Weird episode <laughs> called yeah. Tiger Tiger. And um, I like this episode. So Do you? I do. I do. Okay. I enjoy this episode. It's very weird. It very, is very so weird. weird. That's that's why I don't. It's the island right? of Doctor Mar- uh, Doctor Moreau, basically. This yeah. kooky scientist crossbreeds humans with animals, and that's that's pretty much it. That's that's what he does. You're right. It, it totally is the island of Doctor Moreau. I was thinking the world's most dangerous game. Yeah, uh, there's some of that too. There's some of course. Of that too. Uh, I was thinking of that god awful Kevin Smith movie Tusk. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that's a little different. But, but no, you're you you definitely you're definitely on the head on hit the nail on the head with that one. Yeah, uh, but I, like, about... I remember from the first time watching this episode, I was like, oh, this just seems just like Island Doctor Moreau story. Because <laughs> it is, you're right. <laughs> it's even on an island. Um, yep, totally. But yeah, yeah so it's weird. This is another episode that's really simple, like really simple. It's just yeah. Selena Kyle gets kidnapped by this crazy scientist that turns. Uh, that cr- the genetic uses genetic mute or uh, what is it genetics and stuff like that to cats, s- yeah. splice DNA with cats and create these humanoid Hybrids. 
human-cat hybrid creatures. Yeah. And he's doing that on her because, of course, she's Catwoman, so she's the perfect uh, uh, subject for um, for that, which, I mean, that makes sense. But um, And that's it. Then Batman has to go there and stop it. That, that that's, that's it. it. That's it. And and he runs into the the biggest cat hybrid called Tigress, <laughs> just the peak of I don't know human or peak evolution. of creature evolution or whatever. I don't know. Yeah, and, he looks uh, like he looks like man bat, but without the wings and like and a, gray. And a cat, wolf, and a cat creature. Yeah. Like, yeah, a lot of things. Um, it looks cool though. I think the character design looks good. Yeah, um, yeah, I got nothing wrong with that. But and oh. uh, and so it's just him going against that, and of course he turns Selena into one of those creatures, and then Batman has to find the antidote, and um, he's of course captured because there's this giant cat creature and a giant monkey humanoid or yeah, ape humanoid, and uh, he's then going to be hunted by Tigress. <laughs> That's kind of it, and um. That's pretty much it. Yeah. That's pretty much it. There's not a whole lot as far as plot wise to really, to really unpack with this episode. Yeah, I was I was thinking about it because we have two because we're going in a uh, production dates right based on the order of the episodes. Right. Yeah. Not, this uh, episode not, aired not which before the last one did. Right. So think about that. We have two episodes that are, that are very similar. They start off very similar. Uh, with like a guard wandering around and then running into his creature. Um, you mean with this one and, and the next one? Yeah, next one, uh, Moon uh, Moon of the Wolf. They um, were slightly separated, but only by two weeks. This one and yeah. that one. But still, and production had, date they're back to back. But as yeah, far as airing the, date, they were still close. Yeah, but the, but to have two creature episodes so closely together, it, it made me think. Did this come out like right after Beauty and the Beast or something? Because we always talk about how a lot of the episodes that aren't based on the villains are, are usually they coincide with something going on in pop culture at the time. Obviously, Heart of Steel, Terminator Two just right. came out. So this made me wonder: like something had to have come out that made like creatures and animals really big, and so they were they were trying to capitalize off that. I feel. Um. Well, you know, I mean that that's a fair that's a fair point. I never even thought about that, but I know Beauty yeah, and the really Beast came out. out Beauty and the Beast came out ninety one, so it would have been about a year, yeah, about thought. a year yeah. or so, year and a half before. Had to so, be something else. Um, but it's definitely yeah. something creatures or animals because again, but again, have... as we're talking about Island Doctor Moreau, that movie didn't come out till ninety six. So yeah, so it wasn't that either. Yeah. So yeah, I'm not I'm not sure I'm not sure Weird. what was going on with that, but just, uh, yeah, well, I'll, really I'm gonna talk dental. more. Talk a little bit more of that when we talk about the next episode, but um, okay. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I I, I like. I think this episode is, it is. It's. I think it's interesting. With. I don't know. I I just. I think the execution of this episode is done well for an episode that doesn't really have a whole lot of plot substance. I just feel like it's interesting. It's just so. It's so different. It is than everything I mean, else, and I, I don't know. I can't. I can't explain. It. I just enjoy it. I don't know. It, I, I, I'm trying I, to explain it, and I can't. I like, ah, it's hard. I don't know. You, you really have know. to see it for yourself because I, I think the thing that that keeps me from liking this episode is I just I get some weird feelings because Catwoman and the Tigress, the way that they can speak, and they and they still look humanoid ish, yeah. but. 
obviously the cats. I, I just get weirded out by that. And then the whole doctor wanting to, I, and then Tigress like falling in love with Catwoman and wanting to like be her mate or something. I that to me is when the episode gets a little bit too weird because uh, we because we've had some weird episodes uh, already. But I don't know for whatever reason. I guess this one cr- kind of crosses the line for me, and I just I couldn't quite get behind it. I mean, again, the writing the 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 story is very effective. It's short to the point, doesn't waste time, but I I, I don't know. I, I just, think the Tigers character is interesting, and I thought they wrote him really well. At the end, yeah, I like uh, I like how they end his character. I like that's... his character arc in this episode because yeah, it's this yeah, totally grown, basically creature. And you know, it's it's like it's again, I guess, going back to that argument of like living things and and stuff yeah, like yeah. that, which I don't know. I think is interesting the way the way it, yeah, I mean, um, it kind of goes in this and and i like i like how that character i feel like that character behaves very logically which does not happen a lot especially for weird characters like that yeah i'll give um, you that I, I like batman being hunted by this by this thing too i think that's cool i think i like that a lot actually it, it yeah. reminds me of i don't know it it I don't know. It reminds me of Craven, um, yeah, yeah, Spider Man yeah. a, a lot, yeah. and uh, I just I, I don't know. I like it, and I think I like the fight scenes. I think everything yeah, I think that's so. done makes sense, and it's and it's entertaining. It, I think the action is really good. Um, the one thing that doesn't make any sense: they don't go across that big drawbridge on their way to where they were, but then when Batman's leaving to go back, he goes across that like um, expansion oh, yeah. bridge. I don't know why, yeah. but that's always fun because you know those things are going to get oh my god and any, people are going to fall. Any, so that's always fun. Anytime you see them in movies, any, so. yeah, anytime, <laughs> anytime. It's like Chekhov's gun. You know, it's it's just yep. it's going to happen. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, but I liked all the fight scenes. I like the. I even liked you know how Batman ends up getting one up on him and, and traps him in that net but the end of it's like in his mouth so he's able to like bite through it i don't know just all, i think i feel like it's paced really well and, and everything happens it makes sense stuff leads into another thing and the one scene leads to another scene really well it's yeah, not yeah. even though it, it's not just even though it is action for action's sake it it's done in a fairly well plotted out way and so i like it's easy to watch and i yeah. I, I enjoy i enjoy watching that um oh. I, that. I I do wonder why we can't get a normal Catwoman episode. Yeah, seriously, we have it. We have we not a single other... one. Russian terrorists with a plague. Oh yeah. Uh, yep. pharmaceutical company trying to poison stray cats and dogs. Yeah. And now this. Yeah, uh, I will. I, I will say this one. I do like this one better than Cat Scratch Fever for sure. Yes. Yes. But yeah, is we don't do we get a normal one until almost got him. I don't think so. But yeah, know. that's that's the one that stands out to me as a normal Catwoman episode because Even these in are the new animated series are weird. There's one with the cult, of yeah, cats yeah. And stuff. Like it is, yeah. There's a lot of which is shame because I I love this episodes. Catwoman, but you're right. They're always putting her in these ridiculous situations. Yeah, they're very bizarre. Um, they're very weird. bizarre episodes. But anyway, of course, Batman ends up. He he basically convinces Tigress that the doctor, what is Doctor Dorian, is uh, yeah, Dorian, not a good person, uh, and um, no. 
so he ends up actually turning on the doctor at the end and yeah, turn uh, on his computer of course yeah. which is which is cool uh, I, sure. I i i like that i think that's um i think that's done i think that's done really well and then the whole thing blows up oh, of um, course. batman's got a harsh <laughs> he's got a harsh uh lot uh like dig at um at tigress when he says your your de- your father was a test tube oh yeah damn yeah jeez because the whole time tigress calls the doctor his father and uh <laughs> that's uh yeah that's pretty that's pretty brutal so that's that's pretty good but um anyway the the monkey's weird and that's, oh yeah that's, that's an odd really thing but anyway out. he ends up defeating tigress and ends up getting the the antidote and so that selena can turn back to turn back to normal because that's what the doctor wants to do is turn her permanently into this cat creature because that's the peak of existence or whatever um yeah that's weird (laughs) yeah that's weird but and then they 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 of course frame the whole episode with the william blake poem tiger oh yeah they even have quote a little bit at the beginning and then they have kevin conroy read the whole quote at the end which gives me chills every time Tiger, tiger, burning bright in the forests of the night. What immortal hand or eye dare frame thy fearful symmetry? That is I mean, awesome. I just want to hear him read everything. But... I, I do too, but I, I like that poem, and uh, I, I'm, I'm a big fan of... Um, of William Blake and I and I like that poem a lot and so okay hearing Kevin Conroy say say that at the end is awesome and that's yeah, great, pretty awesome that's a great moment um anyway that's pretty much it I don't mind this episode it's definitely not one of the top episodes but I don't think it's terrible and I enjoy it I enjoy yeah I mean it. again I, w- I I wouldn't I don't know if I would call any of the episodes in this the terrible fight, the fight scene alone I like a lot a Tigris sure. Batman fight Sure. Um, yeah, the, the whole hunting part is is cool, but yeah, yeah, I, yeah I, I don't know. I like you with surgery and weird stuff about that. I I guess I just have a weird thing about animal human splicing and and yeah, still true, kind right? of seeing them and hearing them talk and they're talking about loving each other. I don't know. That to me, <laughs> it just runs me the wrong way. I guess. Uh, Ian is not a big furry fan. Apparently. No, I guess, um. I guess because I was a vet tech, and, 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 like that, that just that's like a taboo for me. That's yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. I could I could see that. Yeah. Um, okay. Oh yeah, another part. I forgot about this. I wrote this down. I forgot. I, I wasn't looking at my phone for this. Okay. Um, oh. at the very beginning, after Selena gets captured, because she's gonna meet with Bruce Wayne, right? Um, about some activist thing, whatever. And sure. um, oh man, there's another thing I wanted to say too that I forgot about this episode. But uh, yeah. So she gets captured, and Bruce like kind of finds out about it and so he, he goes and the police are all there and bruce comes running up to the police and is like where is she the policeman like turns to him and is like uh sorry sir you're gonna have to leave this is police business he then proceeds to turn around and ask where is she to the other police officer it's like what <laughs> what you're just mad you didn't say it first like it was <laughs> it's such a weird beat where bruce is like where is she it's like oh no sir you can't do it uh where is she that just that made me laugh. I thought that was. Very <laughs> I didn't funny. think about that. Good point. <laughs> that was very funny. Also, this is the other thing. This episode is so personal with Batman because because he's in love with Selena. 
And so okay. there's that whole element with this where he yeah, is I mean, super emotional in this episode. Oh, yeah. When he first sees her, yeah, he freaks out. He's completely freaks out. He just smashes the the yeah. glass window open. He's like and, – and then it's it's almost like a fighting for – you know, both him and Tigress are basically fighting over Selena. Yeah, that, again, that, that kind of was weird. But, yeah, I, yeah, I like yeah. his – I like his investment because because I mean, that doesn't uh, happen with Batman really ever. That's not a that's not a thread you see a lot from right, from, and, and from that's Bruce. why I like this this Catwoman so much, and we'll sure. see it more in uh, almost got him for sure. But anyway, I like that element of this episode too. Yeah, so. I agree. Yeah. Anyway, enough rambling of that because um, I couldn't form a coherent thought because it's such <laughs> a weird episode. But um, it, it is. Yeah, I mean, anyone who sees will understand. Yeah. So a little, a few things, obviously. A lot of parallels for the science fiction book, The Island of Dr. Moreau. Um, obviously, the William Br- uh, the William Blake references. Uh, the title, or the, the Fearful Symmetry, was also used as a Justice League Unlimited episode title um, a little bit later on. And uh, also, we see Kurt Langstrom in this episode, because, of course, oh, he's, the, he's the expert on, you know, creature gene splicing right with uh you know being man bat so that's yeah, doing well that's interesting i i, I kind of like that callback there um and apparently in the video game um arkham knight there are posters of a film titled dr dorian's island of mutants oh nice and uh the they depict like silhouettes of like feline creatures on top of a mountain which is a lot like the final that final shot of this episode with Tigris. So that's yeah. pretty interesting. Another thing that I didn't know, the zoo security guard voiced by Jim Cummings. No kidding. Yeah, I did not know that either. So I didn't know it either. That's pretty interesting. He also does the oh, voice man. of Garth, apparently, and uh, and Tigris. God, how did everybody not know that? I don't know, because he's at playing weird creatures. I but, guess, uh, yeah. He's such a chameleon with his voice, I guess. But yeah, but, but Jim Cummins is the voice of pretty much all the all the creatures in uh, in this episode, which is pretty cool. Oh, sweet. Yeah. Pretty cool. All right, this episode aired on the 30th of October, which makes perfect sense because it fits for Halloween. and oh, sure. um, uh, 1992, and it has a 7.1 rating on IMDb. Not a very high rating, which I think is oh. a, little bit, a little bit underrated. Yeah, maybe a little harsh. But... Uh, Anyway, now we're going to talk about an episode I think is utter dog crap. Oh. And it's going to be Moon of the Wolf. Ian, I hate this episode. I hate everything about this episode. This is the biggest waste of time on this prop. I was trying to think. I was like, I don't know if I could point to one episode as my least favorite of the whole Batman animated series. But if it's not this one, it's got to be close. And I, I couldn't come up with one that I like less than this. There, there, there's a few duds like critters and, and from the new ones and some of those, but I do not like this episode at all. Um, yeah, when I rewatch the series, which I've done several times, I almost sure. always skip it. This is usually the first one that I end up skipping. The, yeah, the whole time. I think I, I think I do the same. It uh, it's terrible. It's it's yeah, terrible. Because what even happens? Nothing. It, it, nothing happens. It, there's no story. There's no anything. It's just a, a Olympic athlete took this wolf steroid and it makes him turn into a werewolf and now he's try- now he has to work for the scientist who gave it to him to try and pay it off and that's it which uh did you find it weird when they're showing the whole flashback of when he first takes the serum or whatever 
the doctor mentions that it has wolf estrogen. Yeah, that's weird. And for, I noticed that too. Wouldn't it be testosterone to help with you yes. know, muscular? Yes. Per- yes. Yes. <laughs> like, yes. I mean, granted, there are a lot of things in this episode that do not make sense, but that to me was a little one that stood out as really, yeah. you, you, no one caught that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I noticed that too. That that seems a little backwards. And, and, oh, and that was the other reason that it it made me think that this these episodes were influenced by the popularity of Beauty and the Beast. The freaking the guy was the same. Um, the uh, the athlete who turns into Tony, right? Tony um, um, something. Anthony. Yeah, yeah it's um, a- it's Anthony. Like, um, uh, oh great, I just I can't, whatever. I just but he on it too. he looks like Gaston, and he acted like Gaston. Yeah. So that made that made me think, oh. Beauty and the Beast, totally, but and I, I mean Romulus—that's his name. Romulus, this is Anthony Romulus. Yeah, yeah, he's got this weird unibrow, and huh. he's this huge meathead. And then apparently, him and Bruce are like friends. Yeah, they work out at the same gym. <laughs> and why is an Olympic work athlete at... working out at just? I mean, I mean, to be fair, Bruce Wayne would probably be a member of whatever top thing is, but like athletes don't work out at like public gyms. No, no. They, have, they have all their own crap. So that's, oh god, yeah, they have their own trainer that schedules everything but yeah right. no, i mean that that just came out of nowhere where it's like oh old friend what what we've never seen this character before yeah that was that was odd um <sighs> and, and yeah like nothing happens i mean it starts off just sucks it, it just it's it's pointless not um and it's so weird because i i noticed this as i was watching opening credits like it's written by lynn wine yeah you know like famed Batman comic book writer for many, many years. And it's also based off of uh Batman number two fifty five from nineteen seventy four, which was which he wrote. Like it's a Lynn Wine story that they're adapting. And it just it's it just doesn't work. It's how it, even then it doesn't work. Um that's, oh, that's yeah, not good. I don't, I don't know. I don't, it's like, I feel like this might be an episode they just took straight from the comic book, and it, it like, it well, well, maybe that would work to... in the comics. It, it does not maybe. translate to this, this Batman animated series world. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, because um, I mean that happens a lot, but I, I don't know. Because even, even then, this story is is not great. It's they make it, it's another episode where it makes Batman look like an idiot. Yeah, because like he's a even... moron. Like he thinks this is a guy in a wolf oh, costume. Yeah, he keeps thinking it's a mask. And one, how could you ever think that from looking at this thing? And two, we have had like what two episodes with like body changing, right? Right. Things we just had one last week with Tiger <laughs> Tiger, and uh, there was another one where there was some I mean, sort man of bat. yes, yes, and man bat. So that's so far out of your line of think. Like, I understand how, like, if I was walking down the street and something like that happened, then maybe I would think that. Because, like, we have no precedent right. for a, a werewolf right. in, in real life. But Batman does. Yeah, it's like, what's going through his mind? Oh, some eight-foot-tall freaking Bane is wearing a, a a wolf mask and attacking zookeepers or he whatever. He walks right into traps, left and right. Um, okay, I have a bunch of questions with this. Um, one of my oh. questions you've already touched on is what's with the unibrow? unibrow? Um, yeah, that was rough. <laughs> but why? Okay, so in the moment when... So Batman has to go to... Um, I already forgot his name again. Romulus. 
to Romulus's house, so he's he's, he's going to give him this like two million dollar check for charity. Oh yeah, but and, why is Batman? Because he said he's going to only give it to Batman. Okay, whatever. So Batman shows up for this, and he then just passes out because they've gassed the room. Romulus is not affected, and neither is the doctor who comes right in. Like, immediately. Like, the gas is not dissipated. Like, he walks right in after after Batman passes out. And it doesn't affect him either. So... Yeah, what, and they don't even is, explain it, do they? What is what is with that? Like, they, they don't even do the whole, oh, we've built up an immunity to no. it. Type. Yeah, you're right. They don't even try to explain it. Wow. It, it, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, Batman goes out like a chump in that scene. Yeah, it's, it's, it's dumb. Um, also, why... Uh, no one ever unmasks Batman, ever. I mean, granted, yeah, granted that happened in um, Joker's Wild too, but it, true, it, true. Yeah, it, it does happen here, and because he's out for God knows how long. And also, why are there always half-built things, just random things, all in Gotham? Like, there's a half-built Coliseum. Oh yeah. Why? <laughs> That's true. That's why? a good point because they have to blow up. Why are we building a Coliseum? <laughs> for what? What purpose? Why is that? Why is that a thing? I guess the mayor wants to bring back Gladiator and Chariot Races. Sure, why not? <laughs> um, that, yeah, that that's that's it, man. Like nothing. You know. yeah, and then really it doesn't even it. end. Like he just escapes, and then just the guy's just the wolf. Still, <laughs> at the end of the, he just disappears, and you see like yeah. some realtor selling off his his mansion, and they're just like, "Oh, where would he go? I don't know. He left. Oh, okay." And then you see him like howling at the moon. You're like. Okay, there's not even like an end to this episode. It just, I mean, they they arrest the crazy doctor, I guess, and and that that that's it. Yeah, that's it. it. This episode probably would have worked better if we had at least some previous uh, encounter with this character where we where we had a little bit of of yeah. stakes, and you kind of feel like, oh, he he really has fallen from grace. Because when they show his house being sold off at the end, it's kind of like, what happened to uh, Anthony, uh, what's, what's his face? Uh, Romulus. Romulus. And we as the audience are going, yeah, what happened to that guy? <laughs> yeah, what I don't even know who he was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So there's, there's no weight in that regard where you look at something like Two-Face, the episode, and you yeah. had previously seen Harvey Dent and Bruce's friendship, so you feel the weight of it, you know, when it, when it happens. But this, again, comes out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah, um... But yeah, and, and, the action. The whole, and then there's the whole thing of like, so he, when we've already talked about how dumb it was like steroids and, and wolf estrogen yeah. can turn you into a werewolf, but also <laughs> it only like half does it and he can't be cured the half werewolfism, but he has to give him more to go to advanced werewolfism because that can be cured. What? Oh yeah. Good point. What? Wow. Yeah. What, I, what does I'm that mean? Now I'm curious to actually go back and read the the comic that Lynn Wine wrote and see if oh, it actually yeah. is, see if it actually plays out better because I'm sure it does, but uh, you would you would think it have to. But yeah, it is. Um, it's uh, it's weird. The, the other thing I got to mention before before we uh, get off this episode, this what's going on with the music? Oh yeah, this is the worst score since um that other that other Joker one with the trash barge. 
Yeah, oh god, I forgot about Which that. Which is one. terrible with that weird it drum beat that goes throughout the yeah. Like that's so annoying and just stands yeah. out like a sore thumb. And this episode is more of that with this weird guitar wailing. <laughs> like I mean, I'm all for electric guitar uh stuff sure. and and but like it it so clashes with just the whole show. It just sounds so weird. Yeah, again, it, it's hard to point out what specifically like where this episode went wrong, but so many things did. Yeah, apparently Bruce Tim actually has said that he specifically asked for this guitar stuff because he was hoping it would spice up the script. So the clear- script. I don't know. Clearly, everyone knew this was not a good episode. Um, I I would think so from the start. <laughs> which I, I mean, like but look, I mean that's fair. I mean, it's t- gonna with happen. any TV show, sure, there's gonna be the all right. We just need to get this done episodes like it just is like that's 22 slots yeah that's fine um i just i just wish look the episode's bad to begin with like right from the start it's not good and you're not gonna really fix that but at least we could like clean a little bit of it up like have an ending you know and stuff like that it's yeah uh, to me if you're worried about the script your first idea of how to fix it isn't Oh, let's introduce a new weird guitar riff. Yeah. It's, go, go, go back and work on the script. Yeah, how about we spice up the script by right, spicing right. up the script? <laughs> hey, 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 Lynn, we'll we'll take your story and we'll 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 adapt it. We'll our have own one way. of like our writers, you know, exactly. actually write it for our show. Exactly. Why don't you let us take this yeah. and and make it work for? Yeah, no, exactly. Not not let me bring in freaking Peter Frampton or whatever. In it. Yeah, I don't know. It's uh. <laughs> Yeah, it is funny. Like whenever you know the the handful of times when the the composers decide to, to cha- you know kind of change something up or whatever, it it just stands out like a sore thumb. Like it just it does. No, I I agree. Out. I saw another thing when I was reading about this episode is someone was saying that it really just it feels like a a like crappy '90s kids cartoon. And it does. Oh, it just it just it feels like a like a generic action cartoon. Ah, it that's, sucks, that's but it you're right. Like. You're right because the the show is anything but that. Right, right. Oh, you're right. Yeah, that that hits home. So I, I I saw some someone had uh had written that. I was like, oh boy, that that pretty much that pretty much nails it. Um, yeah. so I was pretty impressed with that. But anyway, oh. not great. Just behind us. No, not great. That's... Um, but you know that that's that's all right. That's that's all right. It's not again one out of how many is, yeah. is is pretty pretty impressive. Yeah, way more good ones than than not good ones. Oh my god, yeah. Obviously, so every now and then we'll we'll forgive them from from uh you know slacking off maybe uh maybe a little bit. Yeah, Mulligan. Um. Okay. So what's the rating? Oh yeah, I got to say that. Okay. Uh yeah, this aired on November 11th, 1992 and it has a 7 flat rating. Oh on, wow. On IMDb, lower than... which I think is a shame because only the the Tiger Tiger is only 1 point higher than this one and I think that's a shame because I think that's a far better episode than this. Um yeah, I'd agree, but yeah. But uh anyway. So Coming up next week, we are back on um, season two. Yeah, yeah, we are back in Batman 
Um, oh, no, no, no. Yeah, you're right. That's what yeah. it was. We're, we're season done with season Plus. one. And so, yeah. yeah. So should we watch the movie then? Oh. Uh... And just talk about the movie because that comes in between the uh, season one and season two. And we it's been like two years since we did the movie. Yeah, we, yeah, we can do that. I Why also not? just want to watch the movie. I know you do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, who cares? I don't, I don't yeah, need any well. reason to watch the movie. I just, I love that movie. Um, oh, I'm fine with that. All right, well, let's do that then. We'll change it up a little bit. We're going back to a Batman movie because it fits in the time period. To be honest, we could do that with the animated series too, and we could do um, uh, Mask of the Phantasm again. Oh, you know, I'm, I'm always looking for an excuse to watch that. Would, would not be against that either. So I think that's the pl- I think that's a good plan. Um, to be honest, I don't well, remember when Mask should, of the just... Phantasm came out. Maybe that has already come out. Uh, yeah, no, that came out in '93. So no, we're not we're not there yet. Um, yeah, so like maybe we should wait and do Phantasm when there's some type of anniversary for it. Um, but yeah, well, I mean, yeah, was, we can watch the Adam Boss movie again. Why not? All right, perfect. So next Our week, show. before we start season two, we got to watch the movie again, just called Batman, which came out nice. in between season one and uh, season two. Of course, with Joker, Ping, Penguin, Catwoman, and the Riddler. Uh, which is a big deal because that had never happened before. We had never oh. seen multiple villains uh, that's, that's teamed up together. So it's a big deal. You know, way before we paired up the Avengers, we had oh. paired up the four biggest Batman villains um, all in one movie, which is a lot of fun. So that's what we're going to watch next week for the show. Um, Coming up, what are the next animated series episodes that we have? I was trying to look that up. Let's see. Where were we at? Okay. We are going to have Day of the Samurai, Terror in the Sky, and Almost Got Him. Those will be the next three in two weeks that we'll get to. Um, Again, two good episodes, one kind of eh episode. Oh, Um, I I would say one great one, one good episode, one eh. Oh, sure, sure, sure. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I mean, I, I I think Day of the Samurai is a really good episode, but yeah, it's not. I do too. It's not Almost Got Him, that's for sure. No, I mean, Almost Got Him is, is for many people, considered one one of the, if not the best episodes. Yeah, I, I agree. Definitely one for of the good best. Reason. Definitely one of the yeah. best episodes. Oh, yeah. So, next two weeks, we got a lot of good stuff. Batman movie next week, 6-6 Batman movie, and then those three episodes of the animated series. Uh, make okay. sure and follow us on Twitter at Uncaped Review. Um, I post all the updates to all the episodes and also the updates for Movie Swap, which airs on YouTube um, every Wednesday. Check that out where me and Ian swap movies that the other one hasn't seen. And sometimes we'll be comparing movies. Uh, sometimes we'll be just talking about movies that we like. We're Who knows? We can do whatever we want. Might do, we might do like a versus where we look at two yeah. movies and compare. Like uh, we talk about Unforgiven and Tombstone maybe. Yeah, we're definitely doing that in two weeks. Yeah, like, I've already decided that's what we're doing for the episode after this next week's episode. I'm down I, with that. I think that's the uh, that's the move. We're we're gonna compare and contrast Tombstone and Unforgiven and explain why Tombstone is the vastly superior movie. Vastly, and why it's yeah. vastly underrated and Unforgiven is vastly overrated. And to be honest, I'm kind of dreading having to sit through Unforgiven again. But... Yeah, I don't know if I, I don't know if I'm going to do that. I might just have to brush up on it a little bit but because i don't i don't know if i could bring myself to watch that damn movie again it's a long movie 
it's a long, so boring. slow movie. So yeah, uh, we'll and I hate that. it. <laughs> we'll get to that. See, there's your tease, folks. So definitely check out uh, that coming up on uh, Movie Swap on YouTube in in a couple of weeks. Yeah, that'll be fun. Stay tuned for that. On uh, follow us on Twitter at Cape Review for all the info for that. Um, you can follow me on Twitter at Marky Mark Brand. You can follow me at Ian Bart Park. So do that as well. And uh, any final thoughts, Ian, before we sign off? Uh, no, no. Looking forward to what we got coming down the pike. And um, yep. yeah, yeah, release the Snyder Cut. <laughs> oh my gosh, why'd you have to ruin it? All right. <laughs> Thanks a lot, everyone. Thanks for listening, and we will talk to you next week. Mm-hmm.